Good morning, Achievers! Are you ready to have a productive and successful day? Welcome to Dream Achiever Pete, your ultimate guide to productivity and personal development tips to help you live your best life and create a successful business. I'm your host, Eileen Del Rio. I'm a writer, speaker, entrepreneur, mindset and accountability life coach, and podcast extraordinaire. I'll take you through everything personal development related, from starting your business to achieving your goals, staying motivated, and even more. Check out my Instagram at dream.achieve.repeat for even more inspiration and tips to step into the version of you that you're most excited to be. As always, thank you so much for listening in, and here's today's episode of the show. Good morning, Achievers! This is Dream Achieve Repeat, your destination for productivity and personal development tips to live your best life and create a successful business. I'm your host, Eileen Del Rio, and I can't believe it, but this is the last episode of 2021. We've made it to the end of the year. This is so crazy. Like, I can't even believe that At the time of recording today, it's December 23rd, 2021. That's insane. And 2022 is almost here, which is so exciting. It's a wonderful opportunity, a great fresh start, and a whole nother year for a bunch of new podcast episodes, new moments on the journey. Just so many things are coming up. There's just so much to be excited about, especially during this time. We're celebrating the holidays. I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. And I hope that you have a wonderful, amazing holiday season. I absolutely love this time of year. I love Christmas. It's just a wonderful energy to be a part of. And coupling that energy with the excitement of realizing that you finish out essentially a whole year you've done a lot of things this year. It has been a very, very, very eventful year. There have been so many exciting moments, positive moments, and also many, many challenges and negative moments. But in a sense, that's kind of just how it goes. That's what a typical year looks like. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, but at the end of the day, there is always something to be excited about and to celebrate And that has definitely been a major focus for me in this last month of the year, especially. And during that last episode with Jacqueline, where she's talking about all the ways you can find little moments to celebrate in every single day, that mentality has really brought me into a place where it's time to combine all of those little moments to celebrate all of these accomplishments, all of these successful goals, Whether you let go of a goal and decided not to pursue it, or you made it through to the end, or you're somewhere in the middle of that process, there's always something to celebrate. And the fact that we made it through a very difficult year, and we came out on top doing all of these incredible things, no matter how big or small they are, is worth celebrating. So today's podcast episode is going to be a little different. I want to try fully going into a workshop type situation. Instead of a general conversation, this is going to be tailored to reflecting on 2021 and making 
a positive and healthy plan for 2022 and setting some fun goals. And to supplement this, I decided to create two different poster boards because I'm a crafty person. I'm also very visual and this practice has really helped me to be able to see what my year has been like and what things I want to focus on next. So for this workshop, if you want to follow along and make your own boards, one board for reflecting on the year and another board for making and setting some goals, I have a list of just some simple materials that you can use to make your own board along with me during this episode. I think that would be just so much fun to do something at your own pace, make something the way that you want to make it. I'm going to walk you through how I created these boards for myself and how you can use different elements, different categories and sections to really do a deep dive into what your year has been like and what you want to do next in a very just relaxing, healthy way and just a moment to turn inwards and have some self-care because that's really difficult for me to be able to do. And I know it can be difficult for a lot of people to take that time for themselves. This episode is your opportunity to take some time for yourself to sit down and just have a moment to appreciate how far you've come. So I have a really basic list of materials that I recommend using. A poster board, markers, pens, pencils, any of those little things, post-it notes, index cards, cardstock, scissors, washi tape, a notebook, a planner or a calendar, whether you do this physically or digitally, and anything else that you'd like to use. But again, you can do this in any way that you want. Or if you would like to use this episode as a journal prompt exercise instead, absolutely go for it. You can write out all of your accomplishments and your goals in a journal. You can make a small version of this poster situation in your planner. You can use those notes pages. They are in the back for a reason and you can use them for this, just something a little different. You can also print out pictures inspirational quotes, any of these little things to supplement this board and decorate it, make it the way that you want to make it. Because at the end of the day, this is your year. This is not just a year. This is your year, how it went for you. So personalize this, make this into your year, your board. But no matter how you reflect and plan, if you're making these posters with me, if you're going through this as a journal exercise, if you're just putting it in your planner somewhere, it's important to go through this process for yourself, to take that moment for yourself, but especially to reflect on all of the stuff that's happened. We tend to just ignore everything we did and move on to the next thing immediately. The moment we finish something, we kind of just leave it alone and focus on the next thing. And this can be really exhausting because our brain is always in go, go, go. We never have enough time to just appreciate everything that we've been able to do. So pause, take a moment, think about the past year, appreciate how much you've accomplished, and just think about all of the hard work, all of the goals that you've set, that you've achieved, that you've let go. Think about the lessons that you've learned along the way. It's been a crazy year for sure, but it's been really rewarding in many, many ways. 
And I hope that by the end of this episode, you'll be able to have a visual sense of what you've done, or just in words, just a bunch of lists of things. You'll be able to see it. You'll see all of the things that you've been able to do. You'll be able to just see the weight of how important that is, how exciting that is, and why you need to celebrate yourself. Because it doesn't matter where you think you are in the process. What matters is that you've taken all of those steps. You've moved forward since January 1st. You are not the same person. You've grown, you've evolved, you've changed for the better. And that is worth celebrating. So without further ado, let's get started. Friendly reminder that you can pause this at any time. You can leave this in the background while you're working on your board. And again, you can go at your own pace. This is your moment and just have fun. Let's get started with our reflection board first. So when I was creating this, I wanted to call it 2021 in review, because as we are taking the time to think back on our year, we're reviewing all of the things that we've done, reviewing our intentions that we set, maybe at the beginning of the year, those goals that we set, and then we're looking at the action that we took, the outcomes that we received, all of those wonderful things. So you can write 2021 in review at the top of your board, or you can name it something else. You can create a title that really speaks to you and matches the vibe that you're feeling for this year. And you can write it on cardstock or an index card and put it at the top or on the board itself, whatever feels right for you. Now let's talk about the different sections that I created for my board. Your favorite accomplishments, your biggest accomplishments, every other accomplishment, words to describe you this year, and a word to describe 2021. I'm gonna go through each of these sections and talk about my vision behind each of them, why I decided to include them, and also what I did for my own board as well. Your favorite accomplishments. These are your top accomplishments that you're the most proud of. You can choose one to three things that you did that you believe are the highlight of 2021 for you. Make them huge, ginormous, big on your board, because these truly represent the year for you and how it went. You can even print out pictures that encompass what these things were for you. When I designed these for my board, I used cardstock and I tried to create like a Polaroid picturesque design with two different colors. And then in the center of the Polaroid picture part of it, I put in an image that represented something that I accomplished this year that I was really excited about so I could really see it. It just was exciting for me to think of it like a picture, a moment in time that was really exciting that represents the year. And at the bottom, I also labeled what that thing was for me. So not only could I see it as an image, but I could also see it in text form of what this accomplishment was for me. And I also chose a little bit of a color scheme with my board as well. I included a lot of colors because I just love colors and you can absolutely do whatever you like. But I decided to go with part of what the Dream Achieve Repeat brand is. So a lot of those cool colors, the blues, the purples, the greens, 
just those really relaxing colors and they do remind me of like a sky and just the way that it looks, how many opportunities you can really see for dreaming and just imagining how far you can go. You can pick any color you want for any of these different elements of your board, but just choose something that really relaxes you or just gets you excited, whatever your favorite colors are, include those everywhere on this board. So when I look at my board and I think about my favorite accomplishments, number one would really have to be starting this podcast. Of course, this is my number one. I printed out a picture of my podcast artwork that I made myself and put it on my little Polaroid picture element that I wanted to make with my cardstock. And that's pretty much the main thing that's really carried me through this year is recording episodes every two weeks, editing them myself, making all of the Instagram artwork myself, writing out the captions myself, doing everything myself, because this is my brand, this is my podcast, this is my project, and I'm really, really proud of it. I'm really excited about how far it's come and just the audience that I've really been able to grow. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to thank you later, but just thank you so much for sticking around with me, for joining me on this amazing journey this whole year, learning about all these things with me. I'm not just teaching stuff, I'm learning this alongside you and remembering different moments in my life where things have applied to me or as something's happening, I'll talk to you guys about it or I'll interview people to learn stuff with you and ask questions that have been on my mind that you might be thinking of as well. This podcast is really an opportunity for me to connect with you guys and learn stuff together. I really love learning about personal development and I've also really liked talking, obviously. I love to talk, I love stories and telling different people's stories, learning about how far they've come, learning their definition of success. That's been the highlight of the year for me and being able to go on this journey, learn so many fun things with you guys and do something that I was kind of afraid to do at the start of the year. I wasn't really sure if this would work. I wasn't sure if I'd even be good at podcasting at all, but I've learned a lot. This has really been an opportunity for me to learn the ins and outs of this entire process. Like, how do you just have an idea of, yeah, I want to start this show, and how do you actually make it happen? I'm still not perfect. I'm not where I want to be, but I am really grateful to be where I am. And I'm really grateful for every single listen and for every single one of you. So thank you so much for helping me out this year. It's really been amazing just to see the growth. And at the time of recording, we have over 160 plays. And that's so crazy to me. So thank you so much. That's my second big accomplishment. Not only starting the show, but seeing it grow that far. So thank you so much for that. And of course, my last big accomplishment is the Instagram page. <laughs> All of this just is connected. This page started in January, literally. I think it was like January 6th that I posted my first post. And I was just like, I don't know anything about Instagram. I didn't even have a personal account. I was kind of just like, you know, this is how the show is going to be connected. And that's how I'm going to market everything. That's how I'm going to tell the world that I have this show. And I'm really excited to share these different stories and tips and things I've learned and things I am learning with you as well as just things that I really love. And that's also been a place for me to 
share things about my personal dreams, my personal aspirations and goals to become a published novelist and tell stories for a living. <laughs> Fictional stories, just fun things, things that I've wanted to do my whole life. And creating that space as not only an aesthetic for that, but also a place for the podcast to grow. So, so exciting. Such a fun experience. And at the time of recording, this is insane. There are over 1,300 followers on this account. 1,300 achievers, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for that support. In less than a year, essentially, we've managed to grow into that. And it's amazing. It's just, I'm very grateful for all of you. This has been a really fun year doing this. This has just been so much fun. And these three accomplishments really represent the year for me. Because no matter what's going on, every two weeks I get to sit down and do this and talk to you guys and learn things. And it's been just this incredible, incredible opportunity. So thank you so much for making this year really, really awesome. Next, let's focus on your biggest accomplishments. So they're not quite your favorites, but they're probably second place in comparison. There are even more accomplishments that you're really, really proud of. You're so proud of these things that you've done. They may be even really close to your favorites and it might be hard to choose what your favorites could be. But regardless of where they are on this list in comparison to each other, they made a big difference in your year. They get you really excited when you think back on them but it's really about that impact where for you, they were huge. They were growing moments for you. They were goals that you set that you crushed, like you completely just, yes, <laughs> you got those goals done. Maybe they were opportunities that snuck up on you and you're like, you know what? I'm going to say yes to this. I'm going to jump in blind. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm going to go for it. And you did. And it turned out to be amazing. Maybe they're as simple as you gave a presentation somewhere and it went well. Maybe you tried something new for the first time and you were excited about the process. Regardless of what it is, it's just something that you're really, really darn proud of. <laughs> you're really proud of it and you want to include it there because it was pretty big for you. It may not be your favorite, but man, was it really big for your year. In comparison, in terms of the sizing for your board, I like to make my favorites ginormous on this board because they're my favorites. You can make your biggest accomplishments medium-sized. I used index cards and I just used the blank side to write mine. And I just put them on the first third of the board. You can place these in any way that you want. Design this board however you want. But just also think about the sizing of the way you want to see your accomplishments. If you want all of your accomplishments to be the same size, you can absolutely do that. But in terms of for me to just see, these are my favorites, these are my biggest, and then these are all the rest that I'm still super proud of. Looking back on my biggest accomplishments of the year, the first one that comes to mind is that novel project that I have been working on. <laughs> In general, I was able to write three major first drafts for three different novels that I was excited about. 
And that's a feat in itself. That's hard. <laughs> that is very difficult to do. And that was really fun. That was really, really fun to do and just explore these different stories. But the last one of those three stuck with me. That one is going to be my debut, which is very exciting. And that's the one that I feel like I've been talking about all year because I've tried to actually go into the rewriting stage. So my other biggest accomplishment there is rewriting a book for the first time that is brand new to me. And I am halfway through that second draft, which is so, so exciting. And even though I'm not finished with it, that's an accomplishment because I've never been there before. And man, is it fun? Is it challenging? Is it a moment? But I'm there. And that is just so much fun. And just in terms of other huge things that have been going on, I mean, I designed that planner, which is crazy. Designing a planner takes a lot of work. It is very hard. And it came out, actually, I'm very proud of the way that it came out. I think there are a lot of things that I would like to change as I look back on those pages and the designs. There are a lot of ways that I feel like it could improve, it could be strengthened, and the design could just entirely change altogether. But just the fact that I made it at all, oh, <laughs> I did that. That is really cool. And even though the Etsy shop didn't end up happening as I originally planned, I have some other ideas, and I think there is a possibility of something in the future. I'm not sure yet. That isn't one of my goals at the moment, but it's there. It's marinating. We're still thinking about it, so that's very exciting. And a lot of my other bigger accomplishments are related to the work I've been doing at school. I'm still in the middle of my bachelor's degree. I'm very excited about it. I'm majoring in English writing, and it's been very rewarding. A lot of the classes that I've been taking, I've learned so, so many things. And my favorite class has been my creative writing class, as you may have guessed. <laughs> that class was really, really fun this semester to take. It challenged me in a lot of ways. I learned a lot of things that I haven't been able to fully learn through my own personal research on writing. So to be able to write six different short pieces... Some of them are longer, some of them are really, really short, like just a couple of pages, but I've been able to write those things through that class. And that's been so rewarding, so, so helpful. And I've learned a lot. And that's a big accomplishment for me. And there are just a lot of other big accomplishments related to school and the things that I've done. And I haven't forgotten one. <laughs> I've made sure that all of those hard things that I did that I'm really excited about, whether it relates to school, whether it relates to my writing or things that I'm learning, or just a presentation that I did or a speaking gig that I did, any of those things that happen throughout the year, they are up there. And I recommend you do the same for your bigger accomplishments. Every other accomplishment. So this section is very self-explanatory. It's just that. It's just every other accomplishment that you've done. Now, they may not be your favorites. They may not be ginormous and big like the other accomplishments, but you don't want to forget them. They are all really, really important, no matter how small they may seem. And this can also be a very large section on your board because as you go through the process of reflecting and remembering all of these accomplishments, you'll realize that you have a lot especially if you look for them. So just as Jacqueline was saying before in our last episode with her, you have to look hard enough. 
to find them in your day, but here, you really, really can look so hard to remember those small moments throughout the year that made a difference. It may not be a big difference. It could also be a big difference. They made a difference. You'll remember things that made you smile that you did, things that were just hard in general, <laughs> that were really difficult that you made it through. Maybe it didn't turn out the exact way that you wanted, but if it was a hard thing and you made it through that hard thing, you write that down as an accomplishment. You can write things that made a difference in your day alone. May not be a whole representation of your year, but if that helped your day or that made a difference in your day, you write it down. If there's any powerful moments you might have forgotten about in general, those you can write down. Every single accomplishment is just that. It's an accomplishment. It's a win for your year. So be sure to note every single one that you can remember on your board. What I did while trying to remember all of these things was I took out a separate notebook and I just started making a list of everything that I could remember. And I also looked through my old manifestation journal that I had been working on during the first half of the year. I kind of dropped off. I want to get back to that. But I looked through that journal and that reminded me of some of the things that I did that I forgot about. I also scrolled through my Google Calendar because certain things I also remember noting. Like, oh, I had this event that I had to go to or this thing happened on this day or any of those little things. Just go through some old stuff whether you've fully written everything and documented it in a journal or you've just made a small note somewhere, go through those things and remind yourself of all of those little moments. And this can be something that you take with you into next year as well. Take the time to write down stuff that you do as you're doing it because then you'll be able to remember that at the end of the year and that'll just be a really fun, proud moment for you. In terms of the sizing for that section, I actually used post-it notes. I wrote out like a little phrase or sentence that described that accomplishment. And then I cut off the excess on the post-it note so I didn't use the whole thing. And that really helped me fit a lot of them on this board. So they are smaller in comparison, but it just lets me fit a lot more. But these can just really be simple things. So for instance, the first half of the year, I was still remote attending school, so I made it through another remote semester. That is really difficult. And then the second semester, I commuted to school, so made it through my first semester as a commuter. Those are important accomplishments, regardless of whether, you know, you might feel like you're just going through the motions. You made it through that hard thing, <laughs> so write that down. And other things I included might seem like run-of-the-mill, but passing all of my classes, hard thing. <laughs> And staying on top of my assignments, every meeting I had to attend, every project that I had to do, every task that I was assigned, all those things. That was hard, <laughs> staying on top of that just in general. I also noted some milestones for my business, being able to keep that going throughout the year. There are some big changes coming, but very exciting that I was able to do a lot of that and still maintain that throughout the year. I interviewed seven people on the podcast this year. That's cool. That is really cool. I counted. I'm like, wow, seven people. That is awesome. So just noting that little fact in there. That's cool. 
Note those little facts throughout the year. They may be tied to those favorites, but just in general, the fact that you did that, you know, that's, that's really cool. And another thing that I noted was getting the haircut that I've always wanted. That was a big deal. That was a little thing. I was kind of afraid, but really excited. I didn't really know. I was very anxious about it. And then it happened and I got it and I was really like, wow, cool. And that's the person I want to be, you know, that was a really self-affirming moment. And it was just a moment, but it was very important. And it's just moments like those that you can note down in this section. Like it's not your super favorite thing that you did, but man, was it a cool thing that you did for yourself. If it was a confidence builder, if it helped you overcome something, write that down. Let's turn to the words to describe you this year section. This is all about really turning inwards and focusing on you. What personality traits and strengths did you show this year? How can you describe yourself based on this information, based on how you performed this year, based on how you felt this year? Write just a list of words. Write out a list of words on a notebook sheet or just somewhere else and then make them really pretty on your board. Decorate a section of the board with them and really make it a moment to focus on just how awesome you are and all the cool stuff that you did because of how awesome you are. And this can be an assortment of words, which is what I decided to do on the right side of my board. It kind of looks like almost like a Christmas tree-ish thing. I'm not really sure. It was just a fun way to scatter the words around. I used a bunch of different like colors, like blue and green shades and all of that to do it on my cardstock. Just cut them out really small, just the words themselves and tape them on. But a few of these words I feel like are really important to include. And some of them I was reminded of by my therapist. I would say something and she's like, you did this because you're resilient, because you're strong. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. And that's really hard sometimes for us, especially as perfectionists. We can forget these traits about ourselves. And this is definitely a confidence builder to help yourself see that you're a really cool person. You have all these cool things going for you. That's important. And that helps you build that positive mindset. <laughs> so some of the other words that I decided to include, resilience number one, but committed, brave, confident, determined, creative, empathetic, intelligent, self-disciplined, motivated, strong, organized, self-aware, and professional. There's a million and one other words that you can use to describe yourself, but really take a moment and think about it. Really reflect on yourself this year. These are all positive words on purpose. These are all the incredible ways that you were able to make these things happen for yourself. Describe yourself and really just have that moment to appreciate yourself. I say appreciate a lot this episode, but it's important. And lastly on the board is a word to describe 2021 as a whole. This can be a tough one. Ideally, you would want to think of a word that kind of encompasses the positive elements of the year or a combination of the positives and the negatives you might have faced. 
But just in general, think about how you felt overall this year. When you think 2021, what comes to mind in terms of a feeling? This was tough. I struggled with this. I've always wanted to do that where you describe your year in a word and you also choose a word for next year, which is what we'll be doing here. But I've never done it before and this was a challenge for me, but I think it's a healthy challenge. It's really important. It teaches you something about reflecting. The word that I chose for 2021 may seem a little negative, but hear me out on it. Overwhelming. Something can be overwhelming in terms of, oh my gosh, there's so much happening. And now I'm like anxious and it's just so much. It can also be, this is so overwhelmingly exciting. So overwhelming can be good and bad. It can be peaceful and anxiety inducing. But in general, it's just a lot of stuff going on at the same time. That's essentially what overwhelming is. A lot of stuff happening. And that's how I feel like this year went. There were just a lot of things happening. Some of those things were so, so exciting. Like all of these fun projects that I'd been doing and doing school and working and all these fun things. On the flip side, of course, as any year goes, there are just some things that might produce some anxiety, might be tough to get through, those challenges, those hardships. But in the end, it's just a lot of stuff. And you can take this as also a way to think about next year as, do you want it to feel the same way as whatever word that you choose to describe 2021? Do you want to continue that feeling if it's a good feeling? What can you learn from the word that you choose to describe this year? And for me, I definitely would like to simplify and do less, to make things less overwhelming. Even though we can't always control all of the external factors that come into play, there are going to be moments where it's just overwhelming. There's just a lot going on. But minimizing this as much as possible and taking control of what you can control. So that means setting less goals, lowering your expectations on your productivity and how many things you can handle at once, really focusing in on yourself, prioritizing yourself, your feelings, your mental health, all of these things can help to reduce that overwhelming feeling. And that is what I'm striving for for next year. So as I chose this word for this year, I'm really also thinking about what I want to carry through to 2022. I hope you're enjoying the process of creating your board so far. Remember that you can pause at any time to just really focus in, get some things done, do what you need to do. You can also replay any parts to just remind yourself of what these sections might look like for you. But throughout the process of creating the board and also when you eventually finish your board, take time to just look at it, enjoy it, Appreciate the meaning behind your board and all of the little elements that you included. You can also remember, this is your board. Add little embellishments. I added a smiley face to mine. You can add little stars and shapes and hearts and any little thing that just excites you and helps to encompass what this year really feels like for you. And also remember to just be as creative and artistic as you want, of course but really take the time to appreciate, fully appreciate and think back 
on all of these fun, fun accomplishments, these crazy, amazing things that you've been able to do this year that are displayed on your board. You did all of these incredible things this year. Every single one was all you. You've overcome 100% of the challenges you faced because you're still here. You're still showing up every single day for yourself. You're showing up for your goals. You're showing up for your business. You're showing up for your family. You're showing up for you. You're always moving forward, regardless of whether it feels like you're just in the same space or not. You're always moving forward. You've made so many amazing things happen this year. And think, you've turned your dreams into reality. Look at this board. This is the proof that you've been able to turn a thought, an idea, a dream into reality. That is cool. Celebrate yourself and how far you've come. And this is the fun part about the process that I think we don't celebrate enough, especially in this go, go, go culture. It's part of what inspired this podcast in the first place. Dream, achieve, repeat. You've done the dreaming. You've done the achieving. Now it's time to repeat. While we make our plans and set some goals for the new year, let's keep something very important in mind. You don't have to double or triple your productivity this year. You don't have to push yourself beyond your limits. You don't need to set 10 million goals to work on all at the same time. Instead, let's approach 2022 with the idea of balance. This is something that I'm learning about. This is something I'm really trying to prioritize for myself. We're going to look at our schedules for 2022, the information that we do have right now, and add in a few goals at a time. Only set a minimal amount of things that we really want to focus our energy on. Because if we set so many things, then we can get back to that overwhelming feeling in a negative sense. There can just be too many expectations, too much pressure on ourselves to get all this stuff done. Increments, little by little. And instead of focusing specifically on those goals, we're also going to be looking at the general vision that we have for the year, the feelings that we want to have for the year, the intentions that we want to have for the year, these elements that we can carry through that will apply to multiple goals, multiple facets of our lives. If we can create that on a board and then choose a few goals that we want to focus on for the entire year in general, I feel like that's going to be a much more healthy way to approach the new year. So no crazy New Year's resolutions, nothing that we're going to leave behind in a week. Things that we really want to carry through. Feelings, intentions. And of course, the possibilities are still endless. You are still free to imagine and roam and dream and bring yourself into that space to allow amazing ideas to come to fruition. But we're also going to focus on the reality of how to achieve these goals, how to make them happen, and also how to make that process 
feel attainable within our schedules, within our obligations, within the present moment. That, I feel like, is balance. So let's make some great things happen this year. Let's balance our daily lives and our mental health with these things that we want to do. But just in general, let's go out there and live our dreams. Let's get started with our 2022 goals board. I like to call this 2022 has so much in store. And of course, you can choose another title that you resonate more with, but in general, you can write your title at the top of your board in cardstock or an index card just as you did before with the 2021 board. Now, let's talk about the different sections of the 2022 goals board. My vision for 2022, categories of my life, top three goals, word of the year, and quote of the year. My vision for 2022 is your very own vision board for the year. And this is a space for you to create a collage of things. You've seen the typical vision board before, but it's not the full 2022 board. This is just a section, an area of it. But enjoy it nonetheless. Create a collage of pictures and quotes, anything else that inspires you. Think of images that you can find in Google Images. Think of pictures that you have lying around or things that you want to print out of yourself, your family, anything that brings that really exciting energy out in you. And also think about how you want to feel this year. Go back to that element of what we're really trying to focus on when creating this plan for the year. Make a vision board that mirrors those feelings that you want to have for the year, whether it's creating more peace and happiness, building creativity, any of those feelings, stability. Make that board that matches that energy and also a board that excites you when you look at it, a board that just brings that good energy out in you. Some of the things that I included on my board are mainly related to my writing goals and how much I love to read, how much I love stories. So I found a lot of images that encompass that. The act of writing, so someone on a typewriter writing, I love those, I love typewriters. Just someone writing in a notebook in general, reading a book, they've got a little coffee or tea with them as they're reading through. Those aesthetic images also are very helpful as well, just because they look so calming and they do match that same energy that I'm going for in the year. So anything with a laptop, a keyboard, a manuscript itself, any of those things, very exciting. And also don't forget that vision boards help you manifest things as well. So you can put things that not only inspire you, but also help you to make those things actually happen in your life. So some of the other things I've included are microphones. I love my podcasting microphone. I'm so, so grateful to have it. And of course, I'm always looking for ways to upgrade my setup so that way I can have better quality episodes, better quality setups in general for the work that I do. So I have a lot of really high-end microphones on this as well, just so I can see it and feel inspired to not only sit down and podcast and record an episode, but also manifest 
those really cool opportunities to have that microphone that I really want or upgrade when I feel ready to. I also have images of travel. I really like exploring and adventuring, not super crazy adventuring, but just experiencing the world, seeing the world. And one of the things that I really want to do, not just this year, but in general, is see more of the world and use opportunities such as possible speaking opportunities to go to these places and talk to people, meet people, and do things. And I love airplanes. I love driving. I love just the act of going somewhere and experiencing something new. So I have a lot of images of different airplane views of people looking out at cities underneath them or the clouds reading in their seat while they're flying on an airplane just to just remind me that it's possible being able to travel, see the world and use these opportunities to continue building a network, continue building a brand, like all these fun things, they're very possible. And of course, I always have images of bookshelves, bookstores, books in general inspire me a lot. Sometimes just going into a library or Barnes and Noble, that just resets me back into a really inspirational place. So to have images that remind me and take me back to that energy of books, of just filled shelves, that really inspires me. Especially because you can't always see what those books are, but you know that every single one has a story. Every single one has a world to explore, has people to learn about, regardless of the genre. It's just something there with words. It's just so wild and exciting. And I really just think that is so inspirational for me. Of course, I also have images of money. I'm always manifesting more money, more income, more opportunities to earn. All of those good things, very important to include on a board. And I also have many, many, many quotes, many, many quotes. And while we are going to choose one quote in particular that represents 2022, there can also just be quotes in general, things that just inspire you in general to keep moving forward, to keep creating new opportunities for yourself, to sit down and get the work done, to also affirm to yourself that you will be successful, you are successful, and just that you believe that you can do this. You also believe that there are good things on the way. There are good things happening in the now. And there are more good things on the way. All of those quotes just supplement your board. Very, very important. And of course, I have book quotes on there as well, because that is just how I roll. Books are everywhere on this board for me. But I think it's really important in general to just have quotes that mean something important to you. categories of my life. So this section I think is a brainstorming tool more than anything. I recommend writing out the different categories of your life first on a notebook or something, a separate sheet of paper, so that way you can see all of these different things. And then once you move on to your board, you can add in different ideas of things that you might want to do to grow or maintain these areas of your life. But first think about the categories in general, school and work, 
health, finances, business, projects, your personal projects, your family, home, mental health, the list can go on. But just think of all of the different areas of your life because there are a lot of different ones. They cover a lot of different places and different things that you experience, but they're all important to look at. And sometimes we can forget about a few or neglect a few and to see them all in one place can also help you with that idea of balance as well. So sometimes you do need to give one area a little more love than the others, but it's important to just always be lifting all of them up in some capacity. So you can even give yourself an overview of what these different areas look like, and then you can go into maybe different things you have in mind to grow them throughout the year and strengthen them in general. It's important to note that these are not goals that we're setting right now. These are just ideas. These are just things that you're thinking about possibly doing. So this could be as simple as maybe there's a room in your house that you'd like to clean and maybe it's just, just been forgetting throughout the year. Maybe there's just not enough time. And you're like, ah, I wanna make sure I get to that space. Maybe you wanna turn back to your mental health Definitely something that we can all focus on here. Maybe building a habit of some kind or looking into therapy, reading up on some different things to help you strengthen your mental health and feel better. Or it can also be maybe you'd like to get into budgeting or learn a different method of budgeting. But again, these are not full goals. These are just ideas to maybe just think about. And throughout the year, as you look back on this section of your board, you can also see, okay, well, maybe I'm in a moment where I want to focus on this area. Maybe I want to take this idea and turn it into a goal when you feel that it is a good time for you, that you can handle it with everything going on. Maybe you're feeling particularly inspired one day to really focus on a home project, to really focus on bringing more family time, whatever it might be. It can be one of those gradual things that you build on. Me, I have a lot of categories. <laughs> There's a lot of things. I like to create very specific categories, especially because I have a lot of stuff going on. So my major categories are school, work, my physical health, my mental health, my finances, my writing, my podcast, <laughs> other personal projects, my family, so yeah, there's a lot of different, <laughs> different categories here. Mental health is one of the biggest things that I want to focus on. And a lot of that really does connect with the other categories. So in terms of reducing, lowering expectations with a lot of things, but also ensuring that I do focus on what's important and I do continue to get things done that need to get done. But it is about that balancing act. So when I do look at these categories, I made a note of just a general summary of how I'm feeling about that category. And then I did note a few ideas, but mainly mental health is the one. So continuing to go to therapy, getting back into my journaling practice for not only manifestation, but also for myself. So that way I can have a space to process my emotions, process what I'm feeling, my experience, all of that. Very, very important. And my writing, yes, <laughs> very important category. 
Finishing that draft is my main thing, and that is more of a goal than just an idea. But also the possibility of building a writing practice and routine that I can take with me while I'm commuting to school, doing school, going to work, all of those busy things. I would like to create a routine that is much easier for me to get into anywhere I am. And if I have a very small chunk of time to be able to utilize that so that way I can get my writing done and feel good about that. That's something I'd also like to focus on in general. Maybe not a full, full goal at the moment, but it is a very important idea. Top three goals. So now we're getting into the goal setting. Based on the ideas that you created in your categories, choose, I would say, up to three of them to develop into a full goal. And I would also recommend one of those three being a mental health goal to make sure that you are prioritizing yourself among this. Because I do feel that last year when I was setting my goals just in general, I was prioritizing this project and this project and this extra thing and all of that over myself and how I feel. So please ensure that you do prioritize yourself within these goals that you're setting. But just in general, while you're setting your goals, think about a habit you might want to build, something that you'd like to learn, a project that you want to work on throughout the year maybe. And keep in mind that these goals are mainly for the year as a whole. You can make other goals for your month, smaller goals for your week. You can also make quarterly goals. This really depends on your own personal process and what you prefer. So it's not too rigid here. This is really open to however you're feeling. So if there's something that you want to really do continuously throughout the year, such as that journaling practice, such as a new budgeting practice that you might want to try, such as maintaining your space, whatever those things might look like that are more continuous, those you can also include on the board for these yearly goals. If it is something like my personal project is finishing that draft, getting back into the edits, doing another rewrite, whatever that looks like for that main project, that is my main focus, getting that book done to some degree. And I'm really hoping that by the end of 2022, I have that book polished and done. And that is daunting, but exciting. But that's not a fully continuous thing. It's not something that you repeat over and over again. It's just sitting down and working on it a little more and a little more. I recognize that something like that is a very big project. So if you have a similar really big project that you want to tackle in the year, that can be there. But just know, it's a big project and it takes a lot of time and energy and steps. And noting that and not expecting yourself to finish it by January 30th is really important. Giving yourself that space in the year to be able to finish that thing, especially if it's a personal project, can really help you to feel less overwhelmed. And that is what I'm striving for. So building that journaling practice for me and finishing that novel, very important goals for me. And of course, my last goal is to continue the podcast, continue growing, continue interviewing wonderful, incredible guests and learning more about their stories. That is also a main focus for me. If you notice that my goals are not ginormous, 
super ginormous anyway this year. I did a lot of really, really big things in 2021, and I don't want to expect myself to do even more ginormous things in 2022, but I'm really excited for the goals that I'm setting. I'm really happy with them because I know that they have so much potential. And as I really focus on building these goals and making them even more specific as the year goes on and seeing them evolve, I think it's just gonna be really fun to see how I grow along the way and also how I support myself along the way as I do them. I have other ideas and other things that I wanna work on such as another planner idea and all of that. I'm not making that a focus. The top three goals are your main focuses for the year. If there's an idea or something you wanna do along the way, of course you can do it. Just don't expect yourself to do a million things because then that's really where things can get overwhelming and difficult. Be kind to yourself, but you can still allow yourself to have those ideas and you can still put them on your board as things that you'd like to do in general as well. That can be within your categories of your life there too. And as the year goes on, if you feel like picking it up, go pick it up, go set the goal. It's all about balance, but have the idea, have the dream, welcome it, be creative and inspired and allow that energy to come as it does because it is really important and having it there on the board can just remind you of that as well. Word of the year is something you can choose to represent 2022 as you have done for the word of 2021. I've always wanted to try this. I've never done it before, just like the last word. And it was a really fun experience. It was just really interesting. And it really had me sit back and actually think through what I want this year to look like for me. So as you're doing this, think about a word that encompasses what your intentions are for this year. Is it growth? Is it building something, maintaining something? Is it slowing down and prioritizing? What is your mood for 2022? How do you feel when you think about 2022? And what does that manifest into in terms of a word? These exciting moments. Yeah, it's really exciting. You want to do a lot of things. It's a fresh start. What is your word? And if you're having trouble choosing just one, you can also choose a few. I have a main word for 2022. I also chose two more words that I also want to keep as reminders during the year. But you can probably guess what this word is. My word for 2022 is balance. I think that is just the full length of what I want this year to be. I want it to be a balance of me doing a lot of things that I'm excited about, focusing on my personal projects, focusing on school and work, but also focusing on myself and slowing down enough to support myself along the way. Because while there's a lot of really fun stuff coming up, I also know there's gonna be some challenges. So being able to balance the good and the bad, the very exciting and crazy and lot going on with the relaxed and peaceful, that is really what I wanna do this year. But my other two words that supplement this are grounded and prioritize. Staying grounded is also staying present. That is something that I also 
want to focus on this year, especially during the second half of the year. I was feeling like I was kind of just in a million different places in my brain. I was physically standing in one place, but my mind was just somewhere else. I was thinking about the next thing I needed to do, the next place I needed to be, all this other stuff. And especially with anxiety and mental health and all of that, you can just kind of be torn in all of these different directions by your own mind. So staying grounded and staying present are difficult, but very important, very essential to helping you feel that you are in the moment. You're experiencing things as they are in the moment. You're taking time where you are to go for a walk, enjoy nature, enjoy your surroundings, enjoy just where you are in general and find little things that you notice and appreciate along the way. That is really important for me to focus on. And it's something that I'm focusing on in my therapy practice as well that I want to bring into the rest of my life too. And prioritize. If you couldn't guess why I'm only choosing three main goals to focus on is prioritizing. Having a million things up in the air and doing all of them at once is hard and overwhelming. So really remembering and reminding myself to prioritize what I'm doing prioritize what I'm focusing on. And when I finish something, then I can choose the next thing to bring on instead of having everything on the plate all at once. And then something's going to fall off regardless. So being able to fully focus, very, very important to prioritizing. Quote of the year supplements the word that you've chosen for 2022. There might be just a particular quote that you want to use in your vision board and you actually think, you know what, that, that's my year. Or maybe there's just a quote you really like that really inspires you. And that energy just in general is just what you want to take with you this year. You might even find a brand new quote you've never seen before and it just matches this upcoming year for you. But regardless of what kind of quote it is or where it comes from or what it means to you, your quote of the year is really going to support you throughout all of the experiences that you have in the future. It's going to be there for you to strengthen you when you're feeling like you're not sure about what comes next. It's going to give you that boost of confidence that you need if you're feeling like, oh, I'm just not enough. It's not working out. It'll be there for you on this board. And it'll just also help you with your focus for the year, the things that you want to do. And a great place to find quotes is Pinterest. I love Pinterest. I love finding quotes there. And I have like a, a giant board of just inspirational quotes. I think there's like 2000 posts or something of just all the quotes that I found over the years. And there's some really beautiful quotes there. And I think choosing one is hard, but choosing one that just has that whole feeling of what you want for your years just really important. And while I have like a million that I would love to choose, there is one in particular that I really like that I saw recently. And I think that is what I want for the year. And here it is. You don't have to solve your whole life overnight. And you don't have to feel ashamed for being where you are. All you have to focus on is one small thing you can do today to get closer to where you want to be. Slowly and lightly, one step at a time, you can get there. And this quote 
is by Danielle Kowepke, I believe that's how you say her name, from Daring to Take Up Space. And I absolutely love this quote. If you can tell, this is balance, essentially. And this is also lowering expectations, lowering the pressure. You don't have to have it all figured out. Just a really big thing that I learned in 2021 that I want to carry with me. But again, you can have any quote that you want and just decorate your board with it. Have a special space for it on the board so that way you see it and you're just reminded of the energy that you want to take with you and how you want to feel inspired throughout the year. Go back to your list of goals to focus on for the year, your top three goals section on your board, and brainstorm the steps that you feel like you need to take to get to the end of these goals or just your desired outcome in general on a separate notebook or a whiteboard. Just think of what you need to do, the process, what you think that'll look like, anything else you might need to know, maybe any materials that you might need to get the goal off the ground, and list all of these steps in chronological order. This really applies to anything, whether you're habit building, whether you're doing that personal project, whether you're tackling that space that you wanted to tackle in your home, building more family time, any of those things that you're setting goals on. Just writing out all the things that you need to do, just like the past things that I've talked about in other episodes before. But then this next part I feel is very important. And this is where you look at your schedule for this upcoming year. While you might not know everything you'll be doing or everywhere you'll need to be, think about the basic routines, the general day-to-day that you'll be following for work, for school, other obligations. Just think of your typical week. But this is where you take out your planner, you take out your Google Calendar, you see where you have to get all those things done. And this is really a great opportunity to use time blocking. So if you can mark off days that you know that certain things are just going on and they're all day events, note those if you have them. But if you're looking at a weekly spread, just in general, you can use time blocking to write out what you're going to be doing on certain days. So if you know what your schedule is going to be for a typical week, write that in a time block. And then find those gaps that you have in between. So you're not going to be doing something for all 24 hours of the day. Also ensure that you put in that time when you're going to be asleep, because that's very important to have your sleeping time in there. But just note where you have gaps. Then look back on your action steps for your goals. And you can fill in a few of those gaps with those things that you want to do for your goals. Or you can fill in some of those gaps with general blocks of time just to remind you to work on your goals. So for example, if you're noticing that you have a very short, like 30 minutes after dinner, that's your gap of time before then you get into your night routine, you have other things going on, that 30 minutes, you can just say time for goals or time for X goal. You can also say work on this particular thing. So if you are planning out your week every week and this time that you have this 30 minutes is only on Wednesdays, then you can say, okay, on this Wednesday, I'm going to do this thing for my goal. And then on next Wednesday, I'm going to do this other thing for my goal. And you can just plan out that. You can plan it out like that, very specific, or you can just say work on it. 
and then you'll decide what step that you want to take when you sit down to work on it. Now, I'm not saying fill every single gap because that would be exhausting, and then that is also what can contribute to burnout. Choosing a few of the gaps that you do see to write in your journal or work on a little bit of writing for your book, do a little bit of reading if you want to do that, or just work on yourself in general can be really important just as a reminder to prioritize yourself. Make yourself a focus. Because while we've got a lot of things going on, a lot of other obligations, it's really important to take that time for your goals, just as you've done in 2021. Continuing and growing that practice in 2022 in a way that serves you. Very, very important. And being able to choose certain gaps in your schedule that you know that you have to focus on yourself can be really powerful. And this can also change over time. So if you have a prospective schedule, but you haven't actually experienced it yet, give yourself January to fully get the ins and outs of what that will be, especially for college students with us with the new semester, brand new schedule. You got to have some time to get into it before you really have a full sense of, okay, this is when I have a real gap. Because sometimes you see gaps and you think, oh yeah, this is perfect for this. But then you realize you need that time to actually get work done for school, for work, whatever needs to happen. So experiencing your schedule for that first month or so can be really telling and that will help you to see maybe not this gap, but I'll try this gap. And it's all about finding what works for you. I hope you're enjoying the process of making your boards, looking at your schedule, setting your goals, and just really turning inwards for this reflection and goal setting workshoppy episode. This is really, really fun. This has been so much fun to record and talk about. It's also been really fun making these boards too. This podcast has come so far. As I was saying before, it's this was just an idea that I had around this time last year, December 2020. I was just like, you know, it would be really fun to start a podcast. I've always thought about it, but I never really made it happen. And I had this idea for the show and I was thinking, I don't know, it could be a learning experience for me, for everyone. And I kind of just went for it. I don't know. I just jumped in blind. January of this year, started working and recording and re-recording and re-recording and questioning, is this going to work? I'm not sure. I don't like the way this is turning out. And then kind of just going for it and realizing that I'm not going to have all the answers. The first episode is not going to be the most perfect episode. I just got to do it. Even though I was scared and wasn't really sure what was going to happen. I'm really glad I did it. And this is, I think, just a learning moment for everybody. Like, just go for it. Even if you're scared, even if you're not really sure what's going to happen, just try. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time around. It doesn't have to be perfect the second or third or fourth time around. It's just learning. And it's been so much fun creating these episodes every two weeks, learning from them, and sharing what I've learned with you guys, and just growing. This has really been a confidence builder for me and just an opportunity, like a really, really awesome opportunity. So again, thank you all so, so much for coming with me on this journey through 2021, supporting the show, listening to the show, and everything. It's just been so much fun. 
And I'm so excited to see where we go next year. I'm so excited for all of the podcast episodes, all of the amazing guests, all of the new things that we learn together, because we're really in this together. This is a journey for everyone together. We're all achievers. We're all really working hard on ourselves. We're all building the lives that we really want. We're making our dreams a reality. And I'm just very, very grateful for every single one of you for coming on this journey with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're having fun working on your boards. Of course, take your time and go at your own pace, but I hope you enjoyed listening to this workshop type situation and just having some fun turning inwards and reflecting. Again, be sure to share your boards with me on Instagram. I'd love to see them. It'd be so much fun to just see all of the boards together. And I hope that you have an amazing holiday season. I hope you enjoy December and the last few days that we've got in 2021. And I know there's going to be some awesome, awesome things to come in 2022. So bye for now. Enjoy and have an amazing rest of your year. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dream, Achieve, Repeat. I hope you enjoyed the episode and got your morning boost to crush your goals today. Want more tips and inspiration from me? Check out my Instagram at dream.achieve.repeat and join our incredible community of achievers who are all committed to living their best lives and creating their own versions of success. You are strong, capable, and worthy of achieving your goals to succeed. Thanks again for listening in and have a productive and successful day.